Welcome back to the nerdy news you need to know throughout the week on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world because my name's Hoodie. And I'm Kevin. And you're officially listening to this Monday Post Game Awards episode of what, Kev? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. According to my Apple Watch, uh, we're live on Twitch right now. Oh, we are? Well, it's a good <laughs> thing you're connected through your Apple Watch to our show just to make sure... You know, once you hit the button, that actually did something. <laughs> yeah, make sure you like and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when we're live. And all that, like, and all that good jazz, you know? That's what they say on all the professional YouTube and Twitch streams, right? Yeah. And you know what? We're live is what also some people say. Uh, but we got a jam-packed show for you today, whether you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash infant underscore pods or on demand uh, on your podcast service of choice or youtube.com slash infinite underscore pods because we're talking about who made it into the Elf 8 because we're getting to the nitty gritty of our greatest holiday movie ever bracket and we gotta talk about what's happening with the DCU slash the remnants of the DCEU in the Snyderverse and breaking down all the big winners and the big announcements that you need to know next year from the Game Awards. So many things going on with DC right now. <laughs> it's 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 a thing. Uh, so it's gonna be a good episode because uh, just when you think there is no news besides the Game Awards, oh, the news gonna catch you. They gonna surprise you. Guess what? All your favorite movies gone. Gone. Well. <laughs> Maybe, 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 maybe the character. Maybe. We'll, we'll figure, we'll yeah. figure that, figure that out. Uh, but you can see everything we're talking about and so much more by going where, Kevin, at infinite underscore pods on Instagram and Twitter, and also uh, infinite underscore pods on YouTube and Twitch.tv. There you go. And you can also go to hot 995com slash crisis crew. Stay up to date. Our greatest holiday movie ever brackets been going on on Twitter and Instagram. And it's getting heated. We did the first round on TikTok, too, and people are still voting on that because polls on TikTok apparently don't close at any time. So guess what? Sorry, if you're voting on that, it's a little too late. <laughs> TikTok's the wild, wild west. Let's face it. Yeah, we, we, we figure it out. You know, TikTok doesn't let you reshare things to an account if you want to. It just is like, oh, repost. But where does it go? Where does it go? <laughs> TikTok's just weird. I'm mostly just a, 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 a TikTok watcher. I don't, I rarely post because it's just, it's, it's I feel weird. like mo- I, that's an interesting, like, I want to see what the percentage is of watchers to creators. Like, what's the average amount of videos someone makes that's not a creator? It's probably zero or one a year. <laughs> zero or one. You choose. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling like. Uh, but we're also uh, need to tell you, if you're looking for a little special present, maybe whether it's a, a white elephant present, a stocking stuffer. Or just that special gift for that special someone in your life. Make sure you uh, go to <laughs> at infant underscore pods on Twitter, where you can right now buy yourself your very own hashtag Crisis Crew shirt. With not only with our logo on it, but it says you're part of the hashtag Crisis Crew on the back. It's actually really cool. I just realized it's kind of like how they do that for concerts, like mm-hmm. you know, stage crew or show crew. Or, that, or, that was oh, the oh, point I, the whole time. That's when when I was helping design. I was like, oh, yeah, we gotta do that. <laughs> I literally just got that like probably a week ago. And that's why you get confused. You can maybe sneak into some concerts left and right, and then people won't realize until it's too late. You're already in backstage. Done that, by the way. Not that comfortable at an Orioles game. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just fake it till you make it, as one Mr. Eric V says. Am I right? Yeah, they, they were. Z one four three was doing a, like a live opening day party, and I thought it was at the stadium. It was at like some parking lot, like a mm-hmm. mile from the stadium. And again, I'm supposed to be here to help work work the event. I'm like, well, we can't find your ticket, but just come on in and go upstairs. And we'll get you where you're supposed to go. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, shoot. Kevin, you're just like, wandering oh, around in camping. Around I, was like, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't know what I can do. 
like, I don't know what cruise is. Where, where is everyone? Where is everyone? Uh, but other fun fact is the Crisis Cruise shirt's only $25 before shipping, I think. So it's a perfect, you know, that white elephant at $25. So if you're looking for that, go check it out. And white elephant is the thing where I can stick your gift if I want it, right? Yes, you can steal it. Uh, I'm going to tell you, we'll get to it in uh, What You Doing. Uh, I, w- I made some people mad slash sad when I was the last steal of a night for one of the gifts I got of <laughs> a white elephant. <laughs> Was it an iPod over uh, a homemade? I wish. Hand it was iPod? all alcohol on this damn white elephant. I was like, oh, Jesus, man. we're all alcoholics in this the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned because I said that I'm about to start my um, Office Christmas episode rewatch mm. soon because they're great. Yes, and if you've got Peacock, enjoy it now because some people who get it for free because of Cox, guess what? It's going away next month because of the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I get it because of my sister, and I love her for it <laughs> there you go but kevin we properly start the podcast with what you doing where we talk about the things we've been playing things we've been watching how we've been living because it is monday kevin you get to go first what have i been doing uh on friday uh, we had like a nice little family christmas night they have this like christmas candy lane thing down uh-huh. in baltimore city like near um charles center and it's just there's nothing fancy it's like you know a little castle Put it in like a, a building's um, office buildings, like you know, square or whatever, or like commons, common area. Uh-huh. And a little like you know, a candy tree, a candy cane forest, and there was some band singing uh, um, frozen songs. It was just like it was really nice, and had had free hot chocolate. A couple food trucks pulled up. It was, it was cool. Nothing, nothing major though. Right. Nothing okay. major. Now, movie wise, TV show wise, you know, you're gonna start the office. What was this weekend? The first true weekend of December. Did you watch this weekend? actually watched a Lifetime, I mean, a Hallmark Christmas movie this, Ooh, this weekend. How dare you, Kevin? How dare you? Stoop to the low of the lows of the Hallmark Christmas movies. This one actually wasn't bad. It, it, it wasn't about the Disney business person coming back to her hometown where Christmas is crazy. Mm-hmm. It was about this this couple that actually lived in this Christmas town and their lives there. And then it, at some point... Maybe the guy that she was dating wanted to move away to another business, but oh, she decided no. Were, stay were, here. Was this couple named Chris Kringle and Mrs. Claus because they never gave Mrs. Claus a name? <laughs> no, but it was a character in the show who had a long beard, and, and I mean the movie had a long beard and kept showing up in random moments of the of the movie. His name mm-hmm. was Nick. <laughs> now, uh, <with> the, <laughs> is that uh, Christmas with the Cranks where the guy selling umbrellas turns out to be the real Santa the whole time at the very end like what <laughs> something like that because at the end of the movie uh, there was like this business this business guy who didn't want a, a Christmas museum to be in his family's building that he still owned a third of I mean, Christmas, then, a Christmas museum would be kind of cool actually yeah it would yeah. So, so as then as, as the main character was taking him back to the train to get back to his busy business life uh, her truck broke down and Nick showed up to help fix the truck, oh. and he saw the trimming of Christmas, and didn't want to close the building down. Now, what was Nick in like a red truck or some ish that helped with the car? <laughs> no, but he, he they did him like Clark Kent on um, Smallville. He had on a uh, a red shirt with a blue jacket, oh. or a blue jacket with a red shirt. <laughs> so you're saying he's either Santa Claus or Superman? Is what you're saying? One of the, one of the two. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then other than that, I'm still making waves in uh, Yakuza Zero. Um, this is going to be a, a bigger undertaking than I thought it would be because oh, yeah, yeah. I've been in the game about eight game. hours. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in the game about eight hours. I've done maybe like ten percent of the story. I'm like, Ooh, maybe this is going to be a blow through. Maybe, maybe we 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 reach for the stars a little too much on this one. <laughs> but it's still fun. Uh, I still haven't found like, like a clothes shop to change my clothes yet. But maybe, maybe that's not in this game. I don't know. 
But I'm having fun with it. It was like a good thing called Google or, you know, go to IGN's one of their many walkthroughs to help you out in this scenario. I'm out on my own, on my own. (laughs) You need to get one of the Prima guides, you know, the big old guide that everyone pre-ordered back in the day that don't exist barely anymore now. I still have behind this wall from when I was living here as a kid, I still have my Assassin's Creed 2 Prima guide, my Mario Galaxy Prima guide, my um, Mass Effect 1 Prima Uh guide, like my Batman Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum, I mean, Ooh, our Asylum one. See, here's the thing: you could sell those for good money now, too. Is it like good money, or is it like you know, like if you own like the uh, the Disney classics on tape, good money? When they say it's good money, but it's really not. Oh, I mean, you probably get like fifty bucks for the guide you paid twenty bucks for back in the day. Okay, so that's that's okay, I guess. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> it's, it's a return, yeah. 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 <laughs> But that's all I've been doing. I'm, I'm pretty boring. What do you What have you been doing? Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, this is a good for you listening. Hashtag crisis crew member. What is the one guy that like was iconic in your childhood or adulthood as it is now? Because I used to buy every damn guide for the WWE games because I like when like I think it was all day of reckoning, day of reckoning two. I had all the SmackDown versus Raws because at the time it was like. People are still figuring out guides and walkthroughs, and I, I get it. It's the WWE game, so you don't really need a walkthrough for those games. But that and uh, brother John and I always got the Pokemon guides every year, which was stupid because it's like, why? Is this like, especially at that time, it was like, yeah, you know, it's like here's get this Pokemon, but you probably know where to get that Pokemon. It's called the Pokedex in your game. <laughs> I didn't have a premium guide. I used to use um, I don't remember this GameFact.com, J M E F A Q dot com. I think CCG and, was another one, which was like cheat, yeah. code, cheat code central or something like that. And I, I used to print out like, I remember I actually did print out the entire strategy guide to Pokemon Blue. And I think it's still printing. Like it was so many pages. <laughs> this printer that is in a dump right now, it's still on its queue. Uh, we, this is funny. We got a guide for red and blue and technically it was yellow. Uh, this was like in the 90s because we were a little late to Pokemon when it first came out. And uh, we got it from the dollar store. And that guide was dope as hell. And I cannot find it online anywhere because I think it was like a Dollar Tree invention that just like <laughs> is gone now. So oh, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree was clutch back in the day. It's still kind of clutch. But back in the day, you used to get a lot of stuff from Dollar Tree. You never like strategy got video games. Like, who thought, who thought? like why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this good book here? Uh, uh, cool story, bro. On uh, twitch.tv slash infinite underscore pod says, thank God for you two, which Let's face it. If you're looking for an achievement or something that Googling it will instantly take you to the clip in the video. You need to watch to beat the level or whatever you need to do. So many times I've been stuck on like The Witcher or um, I can't wait for next week. Godzilla. Next week, baby, I'm going to be starting that journey. So <laughs> like you said, like, 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 cool story, bro. Thank God for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anything else, or did we go to me? I don't remember. <laughs> it's your turn now. I'm boring. I'm, I'm, I'm so okay. bad. Um, so obviously had the uh, intern John spectacular Christmas party. Survived that this weekend. Uh, like Kev, like we just said, uh, I was the third steal on a max three steals of a gift, and uh, your boy has a crown royal that someone brought to the party that was way above the twenty five dollar <laughs> limit, and I took it, baby. So is rum? Uh, crown royal. I don't know. It's Crown Royal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you Google that real quick. Uh, but on top of that, uh, Moore and I did watch Spirited finally because, uh, fun fact, uh, celebrities just giving out two months of Apple TV every time their new thing comes out. Selena Gomez, when her documentary came out, it was two months. It was whiskey. Okay, perfect. Uh, Will Smith, uh, if you go to his social media, you get you can get two, three months of Apple TV, which is great because we finally got to watch Spirited. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, 
the, there is a twist. I was like, oh, I see what you did there. And um, if you like musicals, yes. If you don't, then you're going to hate it. Spirit is the one with um, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. I'm thinking, thinking of that weird horse movie on Netflix. <laughs> Spirit. That's good. Yeah, That's spirit. It, a lot, lot of people, a lot of millennial girls were were really into spirit. More was really into it at one point. Sorry, I didn't salt your movie, but I thought it was like they got another spirit out. Like, no advertising for this movie. Uh, on top of that, been watching the Willow series, and uh, if you watch episode three of Willow, it is on some Game of Thrones level of darkness because I could not see anything in this episode that just came out. I mean, darkness in tone. I mean, darkness in actually it, look. It tries to get in the darkness of tone, but this one's like, what the hell is going on here? I can't see anything. I'm on my normal TV settings. <laughs> I'm like, what the? Like, it was worse than the Game of Thrones uh, uh, Battle of Winterfell episode. I was like, I can't. Like, I heard someone die. I was like, who died? I can't even see the body. I can see you. Are you okay? Let me know if you're okay. So say I'm okay. <laughs> so uh, if you're waiting to Willow or waiting to catch up on episodes, episode three, maybe... Just a brightness on your TV. I literally had to stand up and like wince at my TV to see who, who died and who lived in the show. Oh, I'm going to a spirit uh, loophole right now. You know who was in the first spirit movie? Who? Samuel Jackson and Scarlett Johansson. Did not see that. What coming. is Samuel Jackson in spirit? What is he? The octopus. There's an octopus in the horse movie? A former coroner turned psychotic supervillain who plans to bring all of Central City to his knees. This is the what? same spirit movie? Central City? No, it's not. This is the, this is the spirit. I'm wrong. This oh, is the yeah. Spirit. That makes more sense. Spirit, <laughs> put spirit horse movie next to it. See what pops up. <laughs> spirit horse movie. I'm yeah, like, the octopus. That's, that's I'm the like, what the hell? Is the, this is a land-based movie. What the hell the octopus get in here? I am an octopus. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, uh, what was the other thing? Jingle Ball is coming up. So after this podcast uh, recording, I will be getting ready for Jingle Ball. And... Uh, Gonna be a good time, gonna be stressful time. I'll say that. Work too, jingle balls. And um yeah, gotta be with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now, Kevin, who's in the cast of the Spirit Horse movie? I'm still I'm in the sequels right now. I'm looking for the original. Hold on. Okay. Still Spirit looking for the original. Cast or two thousands. Let's see. Uh and a television series too. Four television series. Oh yeah. People horse girls, baby. They all uh spirit TV movie. 2001 maybe nope that's not it there's so many damn spirit movies here uh oh here we go spirit, spirit stallion, stallion of the, of the it, also known as spirit 2002 its cast is matt damon voice spirit oh. there we go that seems very cru- uh uh telling james cromwell and that's really it that's <laughs> the two people in the cast <laughs> oh it's spirit my says Oh, Matt Damon of Spirit. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Interesting. You, Interesting. Interesting. This, is, this is a franchise I knew nothing about. And now I need to know everything about it. I don't think you want to. I don't think you need your daughter to go into the Spirit franchise because there's a ton of it on Netflix right now. I always thought this was a Disney movie. And then it got transferred to Netflix. This has actually been DreamWorks the whole time. Didn't mm-hmm. know that. There you go. Hmm. There you go. But, Kevin, what you don't know, but you will know, is that it's time for the news. It's time for the news. If you didn't know about spirit, now you do. So now congratulations. That's that your educational moment of this podcast. <laughs> Everything else, it's all opinion. No one gives a crap anymore. But what we do give a crap about is figuring out what is the greatest holiday movie ever. We finally made it into our Elf 8, and things are getting nitty-gritty because while we had a week to vote on everything else, now you have in-between podcasts to vote on things. 
Dun 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 dun. It's a, it's a, who wants to be a million? Things got more intense. Start the clock. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so our elf eight got really intense, but here are the uh, new brackets to determine who will move on into the fa la 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 four. And guess what? The fa la 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 four. That voting starts on Thursday, as of this podcast recording, on December fifth. Yeah, 15th. Ooh. Yes, correct. That's a Thursday. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Mm. Nitty gritty. Yes. Uh, so our first matchup, and it'll determine who is the victor of, what the hell? I don't even know what the bracket, the elf division, I think is what this one was. Yes, correct. It was. <laughs> we got Christmas Story versus Elf. Which, uh, that's a tough one. Because uh, <laughs> part of me is like, well, I really enjoy Elf, but I have to watch Christmas Story every year. We watched Elf last week, I think, like mm-hmm. last Wednesday, uh, right right after we actually recorded. We watched Elf. Uh, it still holds up. It still holds up. Oh, of course, they they both still hold up. Christmas Story because it's an old movie, um, yeah. but my heart of heart says Christmas Story just because I have fond memories of that. I still have fond memories of Elf, but Christmas Story was just around longer. Now, Kevin, what in your heart of hearts, which one do you think is moving out? I like the the. Um, Naivete in the innocence of Elf. <laughs> nativity or naivete? <laughs> naivete. Okay. Oh, the nativity. That's funny. It works. <laughs> um, I, I like Elf. I mean, Christmas Story is great, but Elf is just, Elf shouldn't be a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really shouldn't. When you look at, if you read the script and see who's in it, you'd be like, this is, this is probably terrible. Uh-huh. And then you watch it, and it just be like, oh, sweet. And so I'm, I'm, going, I'm going for Elf. All right, all right. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. These, these I'm going to say all these matchups, maybe except one. Uh, maybe, I don't know, uh, going to be very intense. So that's why we kind of let the voting happen over a, a period of two-ish, three days. And then, boom, we move on and figure out who's move, move, moving on. Uh, in the Grinch division, I will say this one was this one was a really hard uh, uh, tearjerker for me because the Grinch, whatever version you want, for us, we're both saying Jim Carrey's version, defeated Christmas Vacation, which is why it's the name of the division. And it is going up against... Apparently the better Christmas Carol movie, a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> the Grinch beating Christmas Vacation is France beating England in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yay, sports. Um, <laughs> yeah, sports. Yeah, sports. I paid attention. <laughs> this made me upset. Because uh, uh-huh. Christmas Vacation, by all means, is better than all three Grinches put together, in my opinion. Yeah, the people spoke, they spoke. They spoke wrong. No, they spoke, spoke. they spoke right. We go by the people, what they say. <laughs> People can be wrong together sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the Grinch taking on up at Christmas Carol. I'm going to say the Grinch makes this one. But I mean, here's the thing. We thought I'm up at Christmas Carol was going out pretty early, but it's been it's been chugging. It's the underdog in this story. It, it's been uh, who to take down so far. We took down Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, which was down, we, OK. Yeah, with the cranks and Scrooge. I watched Scrooge the other day, too. <laughs> so here's the thing Kevin has the uh, watch of death any Christmas movie he watches gets eliminated in the next round that's that's true you so know you're absolutely right. you watch self so I don't know Kevin oh no I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> uh, but yeah the Grinch makes more sense I feel like apparently this is actually a cool fact Disney Plus just released an extended cut edition of a Muppet Christmas Carol so if you haven't watched it yet there's like two songs couple of scenes that that like were cut that they put back in the movie. So make go watch it if you want. I haven't watched that in years. I like. watched it last year with Maura for the first time, and she's like, why are we watching this? I was like, it is a Christmas staple, and this bracket is proof that it is a Christmas staple. <laughs> I, I watched that. I wasn't legally allowed to drive yet. 
<laughs> That's well, how long it's maybe been. Maybe you need to watch it with your daughter uh, and see what she says about... Has she watched anything Muppet-related, actually? He's not a big Muppet person, actually. Besides I mean, Sesame Street. There's no new, Mupp- like, just Muppet stuff. I mean, there has yeah. been, but, like, it's not, like, really... It's, like, eh, not interesting enough, so I get it. She was a kid. She was a kid. When she was a baby. She loved the Menomina video. That was about it. Never got her on Muppet Babies or anything? Uh, no, actually, no. Um, I think they used to watch it in her daycare, but after, after she's been out of daycare, she never really clamored back to it. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we'll see who moves on in that bracket challenge. But we move on into the Santa division, and it's like we predicted. The Battle of the Santa Claus movies is really... Which one do you prefer? Uh, it looks like there's a clear winner, but a lot of people have stronger feelings on the second one because it's Santa Claus going up against the Santa Claus 2. And I still think Santa Claus is, is, is the class of this Santa Claus trilogy, uh-huh. mm-hmm. including the show, too. Um, so I'm hoping that this... He goes on to the final four because, I mean, come on, it's it's the first one. It's great. Now, see, the second one, it did give us the reindeer that talks like pretty much everyone thinks their dog talks like going, gobble, gobble, gobble. like that's like how I think Teddy talks sometimes. So here's the thing, Hoodie. I also watched Santa Claus last week, too. Oh, which one? The first one? The first one. Oh, watch a death, Kevin. <laughs> the watch a <of> death. <laughs> Now I'm nervous. I just realized I can't wait to give you a watch that has the Grim Reaper on it. (laughs) Like, here's the actual watch of death. (laughs) (laughs) It's because of you, all your favorite movies lost. (laughs) What are you going to do? But yeah, I think that one, the Santa Claus wins. Oddly enough, I titled these divisions just like, oh, what's Christmassy? And those movies are the ones we're all predicting are moving into the four. So I don't know what I I just predicted it, I guess. You willed it to existence. I didn't even know it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Name something after something, and it gets more importance, apparently. And then our final bracket, uh, the see who moves on in the fa-la-la-la-4, is Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. We're saying the claymated one, because that's kind of the one everyone watches. Going up, and that's technically the oldest movie in this bracket right yeah. now, going up against the very first Home Alone. I will say I watched both of these, so maybe I have the, uh, or sorry, both Home Alone, so maybe I have the watch of death. We'll find out. What was the Home Alone percentage? Do you remember? Was it close or was it just overwhelmingly? It was overwhelmingly Home Alone 1, uh, which really? makes okay. sense. We, and this is funny enough, but like when you watch them back to back, it's like, yeah, the second one's really just literally just copying everything, but just changing the names on things. So you watch them back to back, you realize what horrible parents they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're just like, we're at the cops. Like, oh, yeah, we have no problem. Like, you need child protective services here. <laughs> Like, I don't know how old they are as parents, but they're clear. The, the well, example, they had four other kids, say. so you would assume, you know, and they're all teenagers. So people always say if you're over like 45, you shouldn't have a kid. They are the clean, the, the example of it, because you're 45 years old and your oldest, your youngest kid is what, nine in the movie, 10? Mm-hmm. You're not keeping up with him. He's doing what he wants. He's well, running the show. Well, the funny thing is, obviously, like the parents... You know, obviously the mom is became Moira Rose uh, in Schitt's Creek. But the dad, the fun fact about the dad is he is the villain slash dad in White Chicks, which is just like, oh, they both kind of had different weird careers. <laughs> There's also a really cool uh, fan fiction because he's also the villain in Big with Tom Hanks. Yes, you're right. Correct. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool fan fiction that he actually embezzled all the money from that company he was fired from uh, and then went on to build a family in Chicago. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. He moved from Philly to Chicago. In this exactly. I like it. Uh, but th- those are your matchups. Uh, who, oh, actually, yeah, who, who did you have in this one? I got Home Alone. I mean, Rudolph is a classic, but Home Alone is classic her, if that's mm. a word I can use, mm. I think. I still have Home Alone taking everything. I, 
I got a feeling that the final the, the championship round will be Home Alone versus Christmas Story. Oh, the final two? You're saying? Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, and that'd be really cool because it's basically a, a one kid versus another kid. Hmm. I I it's interesting enough because Rudolph, I think, out of the the eight of these movies, I think is the hardest to actually watch because all those Rankin and Bass movies aren't really like on a streaming service, as far as I know. At least this year, they're not like consistently. Sorry. On the same one, had had a sneeze right there. I didn't want that on the podcast. Um, but I think everyone knows it so much that it's like, yeah, we'll watch it eventually. Slash, your parents make you watch it because it's like that was my childhood to watch Rudolph. I had to explain because uh, one of my hosts on my show is a little bit older, not older as in like he's like a million, but he's old school in his ways. Uh-huh. He didn't understand how legally Apple could purchase the rights to um, Peanuts Christmas, so they couldn't air it on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you said I get Apple TV to watch it, but I don't want Apple TV. I want to watch it on regular TV. I'm like, I, I I understand that, but you can't watch anything really on regular TV nowadays. <laughs> no. So like, they should have let this happen. I don't know how to, I'm like, I'm sorry, C4, but it's just the way it is. I don't know. He was really upset about it. <laughs> um, uh, this is an interesting thing too, but uh, you did you watch Spirited yet or no on Apple? No, I haven't watched it yet. I keep thinking um, about it, actually. So there's a scene in the thing where two characters are dressed up like the Heat and Snow Miser, and Maura saw it, and she's like, that's a great costume. I was like, well, apparently you didn't listen to the podcast because I suggested that on the podcast, so I caught you. Actually, it would be a good, it would be a really good costume for Halloween because basically after Halloween is Christmas. Exactly. So it's, it's like you're, you're ushering usage. in the new season. <laughs> exactly. Also the new you season. make it an ugly sweater that's just blue or red based on what you're doing, and then you can wear it again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but those are our Elf 8 We'll be announcing who made it to the follow the four on Thursday's episode of this week. And then who made it into the final championship round next Monday. And then who won our episode before Christmas, which will be fun. And when we will declare our winner with, um, I guess, uh, a uh, what's the word? A watch decree. That means you have to watch. The you have to watch it. Damn it. And if you don't, <laughs> well, sorry. I don't know. You do you. <laughs> We're not going to judge you if you don't. I feel bad, though. I feel like the only movie on this list that gets play during the non-Christmas season is Home Alone. Yeah. I mean, I think all of them, it's kind of like you really only watch November into December. Yeah. yeah. Home Alone, you can watch after Christmas, like the week after Christmas to January, where that's kind of the period of like, do we still watch Christmas movies or we've moved on past them now, you know? The way, um, going back to our graphic, I, I watched a little bit of Iron Man 3 the other day. Uh-huh. I forgot that hilarious scene when he told Tony his password. Uh, War Machine told Tony his password to get into like the the comms satellites for the for for the country. It was War Machine rocks with uh -huh. an exclamation point. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, but that was uh, the L fate. But Kevin, let's move in on to some sad news. That's kind of the opposite of our holiday bracket, where we just randomly talk about Christmas movies for like ten minutes. The Snyderverse is officially dead in the DCU slash what was the DCEU. I won't say it's dead, but it's I'll say dead. That, it's done. <laughs> I'll, I'll say its administration is over. Mm, that is true. That is true. Uh, I believe the the, the the Twitter accounts of, of a thousand, um, <laughs> a thousand um, Snyder fanboys. A thousand out, bots, let's out. face it. <laughs> They all cried out, and then they were silenced all at the same time. <laughs> it was a tremor in the force. <laughs> tremor in the force. <laughs> uh, but according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, DC Studios, which is officially what it's called now, uh, may be undergoing another drastic change, the full-on pretty much shutting down slash moving on past the Snyderverse. Uh, in case you didn't know, this news was really like after the podcast recording, so it's the curse of the podcast, the hashtag crisis curse, uh, is that 
not really James Gunn and Peter Safran, but sort of the kind of current holders of everything DC uh, uh, pretty much canceled Wonder Woman 3. Uh, made Patty Jenkins is essentially done uh, with DC slash maybe movies in general. And uh, it looks like we're getting no more Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill. Uh, there'll be no more version of the Justice League characters as we know it because it looks like they're moving on past Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. And Jason Momoa will most likely be done playing Aquaman after Aquaman 2 next year. And there's another rumor saying that uh, that tweet that Jason Momoa put out a few a few weeks ago was because he's going to be Lobo now, apparently. Yes. So in the whatever flashpoint, come on, you're you're really just you're telling us what's going on. Are we canceling everything? Or are you going to at the end push into the James Gunn verse of, oh, he's yeah, like he's going to say, hi, I'm Greg Gustin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jason Momoa <laughs> will be another character in the, in the cosmos who's played two characters in the same universe. Yes, um, I was. I I enjoy what the Snyderverse could have been. If uh-huh. That makes sense. Uh-huh. I know that there's a lot of movie fans that, um, unless the movie spells it out of what it's trying to do, they won't accept it. They won't look for more. I could see what it was trying to be, which is more of a, like a uh, a dark, gritty, um, kind of like t- teenish to adult type. Of it comic. was it was the antithesis to the MCU. Where really, yeah. you know, MCU was light and comedy and the DCU, for the most part, like you said, was dark, gritty. Themes. Yeah, uh-huh. we got themes in DCU, themes, heavy themes. So I, I can kind of see what's going on, and then even going to the Snyder Cut of Justice League, how how again deep that went compared to what they actually put out in theaters um, in 2017. I could see what it was going for, but at the same time, it was not stable. Like mm-hmm. even if you look at Phase Four of Marvel and people always, a lot of people don't think it was a, it's like the weakest phase so far. It's still been pretty stable. Mm-hmm. Like even though the people that don't out there that don't like Moon Knight at all, there's stuff about Moon Knight they like. If they didn't like um Doctor Strange, stuff about it they like. Whereas DC's been hot or cold. If you hate it or you like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is side <laughs> tangent, but speaking of Doctor Strange, I uh, went to Walgreens this weekend because we we're picking up photos. And I was like, more was waiting in line to pick up photos. I was like, I'm gonna go back in the toy section. It's fun, whatever. And uh, they have a plethora of Funko Pops in the back. So if you're looking for Funko Pops, just go up in the back of Walgreens. They got them for you. Hey, side side tangent. There's still a photo department in Walgreens. There is. There still is, and it's mostly old people and Mora who's getting there for free photos because she had a coupon. <laughs> wow. I, my one of my first jobs when I was like 16, I actually worked in the photo department at CVS. <laughs> Full circle, Kevin. Who would have thought? You know. Full circle, exactly. <laughs> side note: If you ever see somebody um uh, with a hand in a bag in the photo department going like this, they're unraveling a photo canister or just wasting time. So we don't know what my accent what to do. Probably doing that. One. Do. Probably doing that one. <laughs> um, back to real things. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm kind of sad for the um the crew and the actors because Gal Gadot Gadot was a good Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck was a really good Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Spider-Man, Batman. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and Henry Cavill was, I mean, I think he's the best thing since, um, oh, shoot, what's it? Why, why can't I remember his name right now? Um, uh, Christopher Reeve. 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 Why can't I Christopher his name? Reeve. Christopher Reeve, yes. Christopher mm-hmm. Reeve. He, he is the best Superman since Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. He, he, the simple of that. It's him. Those are the two Supermen. In my, in my, when I think of Superman, that's what I think of. Christopher Reeve and Henry Cavill. Well, I also um, think, like, Think of the hype we had built 
going into Batman versus Superman, you had a little lot more of a hype going into that movie than everyone else did because you went to the premiere. Um, but that and it's like they were kind of tempered. Like, oh, we're doing Justice League now. Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman had come out. Yeah, came out before. Like, well, this is gonna be really good. And then that happened. I think DC always like great on the hype, but then on the delivery, it was always eh, it's okay. Exactly. Like Wonder Woman eighty four. I mean, we we were so hyped about. It. Remember that we were hyped about that because it was still mid lock. Well, middle of the lockdown part of the pandemic when nothing was open. Well, it wasn't lockdown in Maryland. It was just nothing was open basically. Pedro Pascal yeah. was in it. We're like, oh, Mando. <laughs> Kristen Wiig was in it. <laughs> I remember I actually went to Jimmy's Famous Seafood and got crab cakes and I like got this whole big old family platter so that, that we could eat uh, while we watched that. And I remember watching that and my wife liked it. But my wife is very, she's she's not, she likes movies. She's, mm. not, she's not like a, you know, a, a, a cinephile, if you, you want to call us. I remember watching that and texting you like, dude, do you see Watch One Woman yet? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> that was your response. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so the interesting thing is with this kind of ending, James Gunn's kind of been doing kind of crisis management, uh, yeah. double double pun there. Uh, um, but essentially being like, yeah, we didn't really have to say. Uh, like, I'm not going to comment on things, but like, we still have a plan and everything. Um, it's known that Cavill's Superman and Mo's Aquaman are supposed to be making cameos in the Flash movie. The Superman cameo apparently is getting more hush hushed on now. Like it might not happen. It was filmed. He like filmed it like last week or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's supposed to come out in theaters June 16th, 2023. We're still waiting on Aquaman 2 uh, as well. Um, so that's interesting. Um, but the other interesting thing here in this caveat is apparently the Flash movie that's coming out with Michael Keaton supposedly still going to be Batman coming back. Who the hell knows? We'll find out in another trailer. Uh was supposed to lead into a Batman Beyond movie, and unfortunately, that was scrapped because I have a feeling the Batgirl movie was gonna be partially like also building into a Batman Beyond movie. Gosh, that part hurt me so bad because mm-hmm. Batman Beyond is so good. <laughs> um, I don't know if you ever watch if you have HBO Max, the whole, the whole series on there. It's like I think it's like two or three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Batman movie Beyond, Return of the Joker. Yeah. Chef's kiss. And an epilogue at the end of Justice League uh, Unlimited. There's an epilogue about the origins of the mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept of Batman Beyond is so good. Uh, basically, if you've never heard of it, um, Bruce Wayne in his, in his, I guess, mid-50s to late-60s maybe tries to fight crime again, but he's just too old for it. Um, finds himself picking up a gun to defend himself, and he says, never again. And then a couple years later, there's a guy named Terry McGinnis. Kind of has the same thing happen to him, but it's just his dad, not his dad and his mom. Ends up meeting Bruce, becomes his like quote unquote servant, and finds a suit, and we're off into Batman Beyond. Uh, that could have been an amazing movie. Mm. I, the one thing that's weird about it, I think canonically uh, in the cartoon, it was like 2025, which is like three. But years I think now. they easily could have. I mean, well, 2025 <laughs> now. So you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, had, they, had, they definitely had to go to the future a few more years. Um, but that could have been a great opportunity for old man Bruce, Michael Keaton. Um, to work with a new young actor to be whether it's they want to make it continue to have a male or be female and just start an entire new bat canon mm-hmm. that's not just you know broody batman and my parents passed away so now i have to fight crime it could have been something totally new where it's actually a batman coaching a batman and i really hope that's like not canceled but like let's put this on the shelf for now we'll come reach for this another day you know yeah, come, come 10 years from day. now you know <laughs> we're pushing 40 you know we'll, get, we'll figure it out 
the one thing I didn't hear anything about yet, because you, you remember uh, they announced that they were doing a Batman, Batgirl movie and a static movie at the same time. The static now, movie, I think, is like indefinitely paused because it's also okay. that's in the same realm of the Blue Beetle movie, which that seems out. like it's yeah. moving forward because we got the poster. Didn't get a trailer for it from CCXP. So I'm assuming that's wait till James Gunn gets it and then we'll figure it. Because I don't think that really like started anything production or anything really whereas blue beetle was like like three months behind batgirl and now that's yeah. getting pushed forward i think just because it's a new character they can kind of do their own thing with i think really on hbo max whereas batgirl yeah. comes with a lot of baggage i feel like with character wise yeah. and stuff the other thing too is james gunn said he wants like one canon kind of like star wars where mm-hmm. like the games the tv shows and movies are all, are all one one thing mm-hmm. so that's i wonder too about doom patrol and titans because they are clearly existing on the outside. Because you know, there's a cy- there's a different cyborg on Doom Patrol than there was in the Justice League movie, which uh-huh. of course now is irrelevant because Cyberverse is gone. But still, there are characters that are to kind of cross all, all around. Well, like there's a Nightwing on Titans. We've never seen Nightwing get in the, th- in, the in the in the movies. And you and I have kind of talked about kind of offline and during the podcast is that it's the feeling that Titans and Doom Patrol are kind of like getting a little sunsetted a little bit just because like they get. Yeah. They come out on new seasons and it's not really as hyped up as much as they used to be. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's here. You don't really need to watch it. It's, it's kind of how Stargirl kind of fills it out and cancels. Which, by the way, if you didn't watch the Stargirl finale, I pretty much watched it on TikTok. I was like, damn, this is really good, actually. Good, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good things about Titans, too. Uh, I think they released like, they're doing like a part one, part two in that season. Mm. I've heard part one was pretty good. So uh, I think I might go watch that maybe on vacation. Um, in a few weeks. Can we also talk about how Young Justice just like come back, fam? Like I always forget what happens in Young Justice because it always takes forever to come out of a new season. And I was like, wait, who? Markovia, right? <laughs> Young Justice had the same problem that um, Bad Batch has. Give me more than one episode a week. Come on, come on, man. Come on, yeah. more than Especially one. in the end credits, which is just stat. That's a that's a critique which we talked about earlier this year. Where Young Justice had a lot of scenes where the characters stopped but they were talking i was like okay come on put put the money in the animation here and do the animation yeah they're another link so i can just look at you like this and emote and it's like oh we're beating up everybody like no i guess sure okay (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah and then sorry last season of young justice that all the end credit stuff where it was like oh it's really just have the credits roll but then like the last like arc of that season was like no you should have paid attention to the credits because it had (laughs) stuff in it (laughs) Also, I'm um, going back to the Snyderverse though, and James Gunn. Um, I wonder if this is going to be it's just like okay, and after Aquaman, because Aquaman two comes out after Flash, right? Yes, it comes out so. supposedly in December of 2023, but who the hell knows uh, at this point? I'm wondering it's going to be Aquaman, okay, and we're done with starting James Gunn stuff, or is he going to try to actually flashpoint his way into a, a new universe where everybody looks different but still the same people? But mm. well, some are maybe some, maybe Henry Cavill comes back, maybe not. Because um, I still think, too, out of all of this, they said they want to keep um, um, Matt, uh, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson's Batman in his own thing and not bring him into a whole, you know, United Which is weird because then it's, it goes against that idea of having the one canon a la Star Wars. It's just, uh, true. So it's like, what do you figure it out? I mean, I think, sure, you could have him in that one canon universe. Because I know, we, I mean, we've dealt with multiverses now and how that's all these universes are part of one larger canon now, essentially with yeah. Marvel and DC. Um, but I think if you're, the streamline process is keep it same universe. Maybe it is just really uh, Battinson is really 
yeah, we don't go to Arkham that much. That's just what Arkham looks like. But everything else kind of has its own flavor, sort of. You know, Metropolis looks different. Central City looks different. Oh, they do it kind of like they did in the Justice League movie that came anime movie that came out a few years ago, where um, Batman was a myth, mm. and nobody knew if he was true until Green Lantern met him. Right. So, so something like that, like you know, maybe Superman is still like the. Like I, I like how Batman's still in his early stages of being Batman with, with Robin Batson, Batman's Batman. And maybe Superman's still a little maybe like ten years older than him, something like that. So he's still been Superman for a while. And we kind of just bring everybody along the way. But that I also I'm kinda of hoping too for a more ruthless Wonder Woman. Well, we're also having the Wonder Woman game coming out in the Oh yeah. Three years from now, most likely. So that'll be interesting to see just a different, bigger mainstream take on one the character as well. Well, I love Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman performance. She was a she was definitely more of a um a uh, how how do I say it a hero uh-huh. where she's going to do right and she'd be the, the brave hero. But where in the Justice League cartoon, she was a hero, but she would she will end you. If she has to. She mm-hmm. had no problem doing it. I think like, I want that Wonder Woman. <laughs> the interesting thing is too, like if if you were comparing DC and, and Marvel, is DC had with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman a main female superhero that like everyone got behind whereas i feel like marvel right. is still figuring that out a little bit you know with captain marvel with black widow with shuri with valkyrie and everyone else there it's just like yeah everyone's kind of divided on all the female heroes in marvel but everyone was super behind wonder woman in dc yeah i mean e- even with uh the weirdness of wonder woman 84 people still like gal Gadot in that movie because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, that, that opening scene where she saves a kid in like the subway, something like that. Still a great scene to watch. I, I watch it sometimes. Yeah, I, got, I haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984 since the one time I watched it. So I'll, I'll pull up clips sometimes, but I haven't watched the whole movie. Mm. But it's not that one time. I was like, I don't need to come back to this because this made my brain hurt. <laughs> uh, Andy Drogon put this best. Uh, what Kev said, animated Wonder Woman was the definition of mess around and find out, which we kept yes. quoting on Monday. So we're or last Monday, which was great. But Kevin. <laughs> That's the current state of the DCU as of right now, but we also have to talk about the current state of video games because thanks to the Game Awards, we now know what the best game of 2022 is. We got a new before, but you know they, they made it official. Yeah, they made it official. Now, <laughs> this isn't our uh, show, movie, and games of 2022, our SMGs, which we will be doing in the near future, I think in like two weeks or whatever. Uh, but these are what, according to the masses, the press at large, what the sort of best games are of this year. So if you're looking for games to get, games to potentially order for yourself or your significant other or friend, these are the ones you want to go with. Yeah, and um, I was I was, I was surprised on what got game of the year, but I was also like, you know what? Even though Ragnarok came out in November, it came out in November, right? November or December? Or in November, November. November. But, while uh, Elden Ring came out last year, so a lot more people have played it. Like I haven't played Ragnarok yet. I know it was great, but maybe the people that people that have played Ragnarok it pales in comparison to Elden Ring. You know. Yes. Uh, yeah. But also, if you watch the Game Awards, um, a couple highlight moments uh, was Animal, uh, the Muppet, talking to Jeff Keighley and helping announce uh, best g- uh, music slash score the awards. We also had uh, Cal Kestis, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, himself, uh, the actor who plays Cal Kestis, came out and looked dope. I have himself. questions about Cal Kestis. Yeah, well, we'll get to good, it. Good, good don't, questions. Don't you worry. Uh, but also, what might have been a highlight moment was probably the stupidest and worst moment of the show at the very end. Uh, I want to thank my Orthodox rabbi priest, Bill Clinton, uh, who is now officially a mod in Elden Ring. So, my cringe, my cringe radar. 
goes up every time I see that clip on uh-huh. TikTok. I haven't watched it yet because it just seems cringy. Just, it's, just from the, the, the thumbnail. It's weird. I know we're not going to talk about it too much, um, but apparently the guy um, said that uh, he has a history of doing these things at esports events and everything. Well, he'll just blend in with the crowd because you'll really just put a jersey on or look fancy and then go up with people when they announce something or they win something. And people are going to think, for the most part, oh, that guy's with them. Until you're like, wait a second, there's supposed to be three people on the call list for this award. And that's where security gets involved. So this guy snuck up behind the, uh, the, the developers, producers of Elden Ring for the Game of the Year award winning uh, speech, which, boom, they won the Game of the Year this year, according to the Game Awards. And uh, Miyazaki went, uh, and then the other producer of the game went, thanked the speech. Looked like we were wrapping up. The show was going to really end with that speech because they were really behind. They gave out way too many Steam Decks because every minute the Game Awards was on, they were giving out Steam Deck. And uh, so then sounds like the crowd's about to end. We're about to get up, go home. You can turn off the stream. It goes, I want to thank Bill Clinton, all that random stuff. They pan wide and he sees security come out of the little tunnel. It's like, we're going to get this guy and chase him down. He's been arrested. And that was the cap off the Game Awards. But overall, besides that, Really good show, I thought. Well, we, we can attest to, uh, I guess, video game security and verification is pretty lax because we got into a lot of places we shouldn't be. Well, you know, but we didn't like sabotage something. You know, we were there. We, we, we were we, did, we didn't crash the stage when Keanu Reeves came out and said, you're, oh, you're man, breathtaking. Think, we didn't, uh, like, oh, this Kevin. Kevin's behind him for some reason. <laughs> Why is he the Kevin? I thought you were right next to me. <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> I don't know. I ended up in this. We laid a jingle all the way scenario. I ended up in this tunnel. They put a costume on me. And then I was on the Just Dance announcement. <laughs> we actually invited to dance on stage with Just Dance. And we said no. We said no. We should have done it. You could. We could we would have been literally all the press people there. I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? That fat ball guy dancing on stage. Mm. Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here are the big winners, uh, kind of through the top categories of who won everything at the Game Awards. Then we'll go on the announcements. Elden Ring took home Game of the Year. Made sense. We kind of explained that already. Um, also won a couple other awards, uh, but God of War Ragnarok was also the other big winner from the night. Um, Eldering won Best Game Direction, Best Narrative went to God of War Ragnarok, which makes sense. I mean, it's Sony Man, so Sony Santa Monica. Eldering won Best Art Direction, God of War Matt Ragnarok, Barry McCreary won Best Score in Music, mm-hmm. Audio Design went to Ragnarok, Best Performance went to Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok, who had a very long speech. <laughs> he's vastly becoming one of my favorite voice actors, actually. Well, he's only he's voiced really Kratos, good. so I don't... <laughs> he voiced Black Panther, too. Oh, yes, oh, correct. No, You're right. And Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Mm. yeah. For a couple more things, a couple more animated things, but he's, he's become one of my favorite the, voice The actors. one gripe, though, I had with Christopher Judge's Black Panther and Marvel's Avengers is that his voice sounds like a very gritty and old Black Panther, but it's like young-ass yeah. Black Panther underneath the mask if you have a skin. Like, that doesn't match up. Yeah, that's true. With the mask going, it sounds better. than When he takes the mask off, like, oh, really? You should be like, hey, man, what's up? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Best ongoing game was Final Fantasy fourteen. which uh, here's the thing. Uh, if you're going to use hashtag Final Fantasy XIV 14, just know that's like BTS Army for video games. So. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy... That, that That's one franchise I never really jumped into. Well, I tried getting into it with the classic PlayStation I've had, and obviously it's it's the dilemma of, well, this is an old game, but I can play a new game right now. And so just sitting there, I'm like, it looks real pretty. We're right next to my Xbox, but Xbox is doing a lot more than the PlayStation 1 is doing. 
That Final Fantasy X on PS2. That's supposed to be one of the best ones they've ever mm-hmm. did. And that's the rumor. Was, that's the next remake they're going to do in the near future. But I, I was more. I love the soundtrack more than I love the games. I actually bought the soundtrack on iTunes back oh, in the day. I still listen to it. There <laughs> <you> go. <laughs> um, best indie game and best debut indie game went to Stray. The cat game, which let's face it, that took over TikTok for like a month solid of cats and dogs watching the the character move in the game. Yeah, I, this is a game I probably want to get whenever I can, whenever the uncloudy day is. I get a PS Five. I'm gonna get this one and see if I get my wife to play video games. And and, and your cat and your your pets that you have that you hide from the podcast. You can see how they interact with the game. My cat is a jerk. Well, you, maybe jerk. he'll like he'll like the stray cat. <laughs> uh, best mobile game very proud very proud player right here went to marvel snap and it so heartily deserved it no it was not the nintendo switch kevin um but interestingly enough this is a side tangent marvel snap has a dope ass music video out right now with martin garrix and jake uh and it's low-key really good so you need to watch it uh, just i don't remember, i'll look it up right now uh jake Marvel Snap, what the song is called. Here, It's called Hero. It has the dopest animation for iconic couples of the Mar- of Marvel. And Kevin, like, watch it after this podcast. We're done recording. You're going to love it. Yeah, I might give it a watch. I never heard of a video game, a video, um, I mean, a music video made for, for a mobile game. That's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely like promotion for the game. But I'm like, damn, that on top of winning the game award, like, they're going to make money. Um, best community support went to Final Fantasy XIV, like we said, BTS Army of video games. Best VR game went to Moss Book 2. Um, God of War won a lot more games. Multiverses won best fighting game. Uh, best multiplayer game went to Splatoon 3, which was interesting. Best adaptation, Kevin. Proud of this one, because we both watched it. Arcane League of Legends, and they played uh, <laughs> Imagine Dragons one more time. I was like, heck yeah, let's go! This surprised me though, because I, I thought it might it might have been because um, I've heard a lot of good things about the cyberpunk anime. Maybe it's the most recency bias, yeah. Yeah, and also they, they just they just released a DLC for for the guess the, oh, we'll the stab cyberpunk. We'll get there, Kevin. Don't worry, we'll get there. That's that's in literally like two minutes from now. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I can tell you who's not playing it. <laughs> not Kevin. Now, Kevin may play it, but we'll get there one day. Uh, but then the uh, big one, most anticipated game for the new year. Uh, it was between Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and The Legend of Zelda 1, even though it's been in that category for three-plus game awards. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, it's a really good game. <laughs> it's a really good game. Uh, but, Kevin, let's get on into the announcements. Let's start off with what you were already talking about. Cyberpunk 2077 has its first big, 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 big DLC called Phantom Liberty. Who's in that DLC? I believe it's one Idris Elba. And uh, not going to lie, got me really interested in playing. But here's the caveat, though. You have to pay for this DLC. Not a good move. Not a good move. Not a good move. Just saying. This is also an interesting thing. Cyberpunk 2077. Remember last year, the iconic game that we both bought for $5 each. And it was great because we're like, sure, cool. I'll pay $5 for this game. Now, if you were to buy this game because of the Netflix show, because of the DLC, 30 bucks. I just think all the trouble this game went through at launch, and then you want to charge people to play some cool stuff? Just saying. <laughs> but this is cool because we, we're not playing the trailer. We're going to play a couple of trailers we really stood out with that we really liked. Uh, you're going to have Keanu Reeves essentially in voice acting the same scene with Idris Elba, which just sounds dope just with that alone. 
it is Alba is one of those rare actors that can do voice acting and regular acting mm-hmm. really, really well. Yeah. Um, Has he been in any other video game? I think. Idris Elba video that's game. The, that's, that's worth the Wikipedia search. Idris Elba <laughs> video game. I feel like he has. I mean, I just, uh, let's see. All, all his fan and liberty. All right, that, that's, a, that's a deep dive. I don't know. I'm not going to find that out this time. I'm not going to buy you talking. Okay. Um, but on top of that, we also got a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16. The cool thing was a lot of the trailers, uh, this Game Awards, came with release dates. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's, it's coming eventually. But we found out Final Fantasy 16 coming out, I believe, June 22nd, 2023. So right after E3. So besides Cyberpunk, he's been a coach in NBA 2K20. Ah, oh, yes, that's I remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, he's just kind of this voice announcement. He was, he was the voice in the FIFA 15 trailer, and he was the voice in the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Siege um, games. So that's about it. All right. Um, we also had a trailer for Crash Team Rumble coming out 2023. That one, not a concrete date, um, but it's going to be pretty much a Crash MOBA, uh, which is kind of like, eh, I don't know about that game. I'm thinking, this is going to be like like Mario Kart on, on, on your phone? No, uh, it's going to be a MOBA, so it's going to be like League of Legends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Take a shot, see what happens. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, we also got a new clip for the Super Mario Bros. movie, and my God, that clip went harder than it needed to, because it had a lot of iconic music in that clip. It kind of got you used to more of the, uh, I guess, the um, the angle that Chris Pratt's taking to his accent. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a choice, but everything else has been good so far. <laughs> it's that, and with people so upset with the way some actors do accents that that aren't a part of, a part of that ethnicity. Mm-hmm. If Chris Pratt did uh, uh, a stereotypical Italian accent for two hours, they will burn Universal Studios to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he just can't do it. He just can't do it. <laughs> um, but pretty much, we got deep dive on kind of like the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key's Toad and how he sounds different from all the other Toad, Toadettes. Uh, it is cool because it sounds like a couple of the video game actors are voicing some of the Toads. Uh, but really good music in it. Good use of the pipage, uh, as we've seen iconically in Mario games. Waiting for that technology to come to our, our regular world because, I mean... Futurama. Means- Futurama and Mario. Uh, the two iconic usages of pipe. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't be that hard. They still have those like tubes in New York to like to send files around an office building. Mm-hmm. Let's make them a little bit bigger and add to, to, to the compression. Put, put some like you know sofa cushions in the corners when you got to turn. That way it doesn't hurt. Be <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if you saw this clip on TikTok, but this BMX guy did a big ass trick. Fell down the ramp. Well, he didn't fall. He landed on the ramp. But all it was at the end of the ramp because he's going so fast. Big ass cushion, and he just hopped into it. I was like, man, that sounds fun. I, my daughter did one of those zipline things a few weeks ago at a, at a zipline place where she just falls to the phone. Mm-hmm. She was so scared, but then she, then she, when she fell, she was like, I want to do it again. I'm like, oh, now you, now you like it. <laughs> now you like it. Uh, we, also, <laughs> we got the announcement uh, and release date for Diablo 4. Really cool coming out 6 6 23, which two times three is six. So technically 666. Six, six. Uh, with the cool announcement with it was that Halsey performed Lilith at the Game Awards, which was really dope because, like, damn, Halsey's here. And it made the Game Awards trend even more. Halsey ain't cheap either. Halsey not <laughs> cheap, but thank goodness you played Diablo, because that probably helped reduce the price a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we also got the world premiere trailer for Tekken 8, which uh, if you're into fighting games, good for you, because you got Tekken coming back. And uh, no release date, I don't think, on that yet. 
but it's coming. I feel like Tekken is, a, is for a, a certain class of fighting game player because well, it's more of the Evo based fighters. You know, you have your Street Fighter, your Mortal Kombat, and Tekken. I feel like it just gets more and more technical. I feel like yeah, because there's, there's so many things like when you switch a stance in Tekken, it switches like your move set. Whereas you know, like you say, Street Fighter, or Mortal Kombat, or even um, Capcom versus Marvel, SNK, those kind Marvel of versus Capcom. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> those are two D fighters. I'm a Tekken guy, but I can understand why some people kind of stay away from it. It's, it's a lot going on in Tekken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we also found out thanks to Kojima, Death Stranding Two, aka DS Two, is coming out eventually at one point, and uh, it is the sequel to Death Stranding, which love or hate it, it was a game, and. Uh, I might be ignorant about this. I didn't play Death Stranding. Um, it just looked weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what was the feedback of that game from like the people that bought it? Very like this is cool, but also what's going on? Uh, very like very divisive. Some people like nothing happened in this game. A lot of people were like, well, that's the point. It's a Kojima game. You have to discover the themes and the stories of everything. Um, I think this one will probably hopefully go. I think we're in the era of sequels being more like a God of War Ragnarok is, where it very refines everything and just improves it way so much more that i think this will hopefully do the same thing okay because i remember what, what, what i saw him like you know, holding a baby in the camp so i was like okay i'm out <laughs> that was kind of weird <laughs> uh we also got a trailer for judas which is uh the new project made by ken levine aka the creator uh what a producer game director of the first bioshock in bioshock infinite it's essentially bioshock in space Looks pretty cool. Bioshock. I'm not gonna lie. In space. In space. <laughs> not gonna lie. I kind of like it. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad if you like connected it to Bioshock. Like it's connected somehow. Just wait for that Bioshock TV series they announced like four years ago. Well, maybe when we get the Mass Effect show, maybe we'll get that. To, we'll get that eventually. <laughs> and neither probably. <laughs> um, also, Supergiant Games came out with the announcement that Hades Two is officially happening, which is a really good move for them because it's their very first sequel for the studio. And let's face it, Hades was pretty much game of the year or a top contender uh, a couple years ago. So it's great that it's getting a sequel. I haven't played it yet, but definitely I'm like, well, if there's a sequel coming, maybe I want to play the first one. Hades is a game that's not even near on my radar. It was news to me when I saw it. What's Hades? I gotta look look this up. And I think that's the point. Kind of just like, oh, all right, cool. Guess what? Hades is not on sale right now. So pay full price for it, please. (laughs) Like this this morning, I didn't know that Need for Speed Unbound was a new game that came out last like last week. It came out last week, and uh, it's it's been all right reviews for it. So if if it comes to Game Pass, I'll definitely play it. I need to broaden my gaming scape to the game to the games that I, only I like. I'm here for you, Kevin. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on the opposite side of Tekken, Street Fighter Six officially announced coming out next year, June second, twenty twenty three, and uh, yeah, looks like a good time. Look, definitely looks like a next gen Street Fighter. Still kind of interested in this game just because of like the whole NBA two K ness of it, where you actually can build your Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. That, that's very interesting to me. I think that's it puts you more invested in the game, especially if you yeah. don't know any of the characters at this point in Street Fighter Six. Like, oh, okay, oh, I'm learning the characters as my character is learning through the characters. I didn't watch the trailer yet, but I'm wondering if Marissa is related to Zangief because she's huge. Well, maybe maybe you have to play <laughs> the game and find out. But also another interesting game which definitely intrigued me a lot uh, is Hellboy: Web of Weird was revealed. Uh, gonna have Lance Reddick, aka voicing everyone's favorite Titan in Destiny, will be the voice of Hellboy. Kind of in like a third person over the shoulder action game. It looks really dope. Uh, I think it, that's going to be like a sleeper hit game for sure if it comes out next year. And I had also Baltimore's own 
Lance Reddick. There, but... there, there you go. There you go. Uh, but Kevin, let's get on into the big bads. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do uh, the non-space one first. The non-space one, Kevin says, because we're going to go through Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League trailer, which, my goodness, was really good. And uh, even though it wasn't really a trailer, it was really more of a cinem- <laughs> cinematic, it was just kiss. Yes, it made me cry. <laughs> yes, it made Kevin cry. So, Kevin, on count of three, you want to start it up? Let's do it. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Here we go. Let's start it. Warner Bros. You hear the bats? She's it. Crocs. Bloody locked. We gotta keep walking. There. There he is. Oh my. And then it's the music. Oh my gosh. Dark. I love it so much. And that's what you come and know and love in the games, the next game made by the Arkham creators, is they play homage to it. Best dirty movie I ever saw! That was funny. This door will not hold. Samoa Joe. We must barricade it. He just won the TV championship, I think, by AEW. He did. And the Ring of Honor championship he defended. Yeah, that's what it was, yes. Wrestling. Wrestling. Captain Boomerang getting some love. I love that they kept the cast together still. They haven't changed the voices on it. That happens sometimes when games get multiple delays. (laughs) Flash looking flashy. Not a big fan of the Flash design, but I'll get used to it. Mm. Cut off his pinky by accident. I can't do that. Shit! Now, Flash's eyes are glowing right here, so whatever was controlling him is not controlling him at the moment. <laughs> oh, oh, hey guys! <laughs> oh, we, we were just having a little. I see. You hear that? Random guy. Batman. I'm Batman. Hey, Bruce. Still using shadows to scare the crap out of us criminals, huh? Don't sweat it. Batman doesn't kill people. Or. Or he does. (laughs) Are you okay? Yes. Look at that. And it's in front of the Arkham Asylum sign, fam. Come on. (laughs) I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Mm. Oh man, that good was trailer. great. Good trailer. Uh, we officially, the release date isn't on this. We found out it is coming out May 22nd, I believe. On I think is what they said officially. That's, that's, cause we've had so many <laughs> delays of this game. Mm-hmm. That feels like around the corner. It, it I mean? does. Um, I'm excited <laughs> just because it's like, all right, cool. Uh, Gotham Knights was a turd. This will not be the turd. <laughs> May 26, 20, sorry, May 26, 2023. So it's a perfect Memorial Day weekend game. Well, we said from the beginning we were worried about Arkham Knight, though. Mm-hmm. From the very beginning, we're like, you know what? This may not turn out great. Oh, Gotham, <laughs> Gotham Knight, not Arkham Knight. Gotham Knight, yeah, Gotham yes. Knight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the trailer, I mean, it really isn't showing off gameplay. This game, we really haven't seen too much gameplay. So I'm hoping, you know, in the new year, we get a little bit more of that slash 
we know Brainiac is involved, but how is he involved? We know in this trailer we see that Batman is uh, possessed, whatever, brainwashed by uh, Brainiac. Um, but this will be Kevin Conroy's last performance at the character, so you're going to get emotional, most likely, when you're in the Batman scenes. It's funny, I, I, I forgot the connection because when I'm watching the trailer on, um, what was that, Friday morning, I think it was, Friday mm-hmm. morning? I forgot that, you know, he did the voice for Batman in this game. So when I heard that, it's kind of hit me like, oh, my gosh, that's the last time we're going to hear his iconic voice, yeah. you know, fresh and not, not something that he's already done. And the, and the cool thing was like the intro of Batman in this. Obviously, there was that cardboard cutout. But when he actually like pops up, it is very like, oh, they're kind of going for the, the Battinson vibe here with the red and black. I was like, I see what you're doing here a little bit. But he stands up and it's like, oh, we got some Arkham Knight looking Batman right now. I like it. I'm wondering if this game takes place canonically after that is the interesting Arkham. conundrum. I think is is like is it canon? She says, "Hey, Bruce." Mm-hmm. And then Arkham Knight, his his identity is revealed, so it's very interesting. Um, interesting thing is, obviously, like the Arkham Asylum stuff, which we see literally like right now, looks the same too as it does in the older games. Uh, now, who knows if this is they actually went into Arkham Asylum or something? Because I mean that. Like, it's not the iconic sign, the gate that the Batmobile drives through, but that looks like everything from the first Arkham game. It does. And maybe we'll get like an Arkham level where it's, it's, it's literally kind of like um Easter egg galore and everything in that, in that level. That and like maybe the two levels, because arguably the, the strongest members of the Justice League are Batman and Superman. So maybe, maybe for those maybe levels, level. just, it's like mm. keep, keep away from Batman and Superman. That's what I was going to say. It is more yeah. a, la, a horror game, uh, like Alien Isolation, where you have to hide from Batman yeah. in Arkham Asylum. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, they actually hide in the shadows. So that'd be really, and then you, maybe maybe you trap him in the thing, and then you zap him, and he comes back to life. I don't know. But. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Um, but yeah, I think this is really dope. I think this easily for our podcast and the next trailer we're going to be, it will be our games of next year, most likely. <laughs> I, until they, before they announced that they were doing a trailer, I forgot about this game because it's been delayed so many times. Well, the funny thing is we had a new trailer for it last year, which we had the, the Bombs Over Baghdad trailer when it got introduced. Yeah, they're, like, they're like on a building top or something like that. And then it's pretty much like the first real trailer for the game. Um, yeah. So to have this and just like, all right, here's Superman, we know Flash, Wonder Woman's in the game. Batman, I'm assuming most likely like Aquaman or a Green Lantern will be in the game too. That'd be interesting too, actually, if, if depending on what Green Lantern is in the game, if another Green Lantern comes out, comes back and help them. Like, so maybe if it's Hal Jordan, and, that's, and then uh, you know, like a, a Kyle Rayner or a Guy Gardner, like dies immediately, most likely. <laughs> no, if they kill Guy Gardner in this game, that'd be hilarious. I mean, I won't put past him. I I have a feeling because I think everyone kind of jokes them as the Green Lanterns. Um, but oh, and then Aquaman is your underwater level. Um, and then we're pretty much just doing iconic game levels in this game, pretty much of everything. You know, your Heidi level, your Flash level is really like a speed level where the level tries to eat you up. <laughs> the water Aquaman is underwater up level. He works too because you got King Shark there. So obviously that would be the, His level. the foil to mm. Aquaman. Interesting thing is too, speaking of that, um, this game is seems like from what they've been describing it still more as we get to it, you know, still waiting on the gameplay of everything is that you can seamlessly change between the characters, but not like Gotham Knights, more like a, a GTA where like you switch to them and the th- other three characters are still there doing AI versions of what you would do as the character. Okay, so it won't be like GTA where it's like you switch to Trevor and you're in, I don't know, downtown Los Santos. He's like in the outskirts. It'll just more be like they're around closer, kind of. It could be that. I mean, there is 
from the trailer kind of looking like a little bit of an open worldy part too. So maybe it is. Oh, you switched to Harley. She's you know over what? here. That might be what it is too, because the last game they did was open world Batman game. Mm-hmm. So let's say they wouldn't do another one, but use those Grand Theft Auto mechanics inside of it. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point. Hmm, so I'm excited, but Kevin, we also have to talk about another trailer. So I'm going to sunset, pause that trailer. We're going to load this one up. Perfect. That that transition seamlessly. It wasn't that hard yeah, at all. I did too. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> look, if we prep the technology, it works for us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Planning makes a difference. <laughs> uh, but the big one, the big daddy, we kind of got spoiled on last week. We talked about it, how what the pre-order info and all this stuff was. And they kind of was like, yeah, well, guess what? You're going to see the trailer at the Game Awards was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And who talking? If you like lightsabers, get ready, y'all. Actually, I'm going to get it right now. Hold on. Before we even start this trailer, hold on. Give me a sec. You talk, Kevin. I don't have a lightsaber because I keep forgetting to buy one. I have... Two, two Avengers helmets, a Black Panther helmet, an Iron Man helmet. Also, I have a Power Rangers helmet. I have several Megazords. I have a Captain America shield. I have Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. I do not have a lightsaber because I, I am just a horrible Star Wars fan. I just keep forgetting to buy one. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> so, uh, my Cal Kestis lightsaber is uh, worth a pretty penny now because, you know, people are going to buy it more now. <laughs> Go out and sell it. Go out the window. Kyle, Kevin's here. Let's over here. Yeah, Kevin's over here, over here. But Kevin, let's get on into it. Let's watch the trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor on the count of three. One, two, three. Here we go. I'm excited. The order is gone. Who, who is this person inside? Of oh, this I have theories. I was betrayed. Okay. By the one I trusted most, Master. Margie. <laughs> I will not be imprisoned again. Oh! Ah! Woo! Oh, ah! Yeah. <laughs> the Mantis! Oh. Mantis was a cool ship. I like the I like the Mantis. I hear you've been busy. There's Siri. The Empire's Dormalage did wanted. He made a stormtrooper kill his friends! <laughs> and now he can charm animals. So and we can ride things. Like I'm kind of fighting them things. <laughs> a Jedi. Remind our friend here why his kind are supposed to be dead. Okay. Here we go. The wheel, baby! After all we've I've done, seen this before, but that's the same monster from Empire. The brown Wampa. It's a jungle Wampa. Stronger. Dark Trooper. Mandalorian. Ooh, new friend. Thanks, Bode. Part of the oh. joke, Gestus. Yeah! A little Nightwing uh, action from uh, Arkham Knight. alone. Not now that we have this. More time for powers. Ah, as long as we fight. Grab a hook! Yes! <laughs> Grab a hook. Great. He got a Kylo Red lightsaber! Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Survivor, officially March 17th, 2023. And uh, oh my god, it looks real good. 
Happy birthday. Give me a present. It's like, it's like how you always have to give your younger sibling something on your birthday as a kid. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> uh, so cool thing is, first thing off the bat of this trailer, uh, they announced the collector's edition for this game. And it is, in fact, get you the Disney Parks version of Cal Kestis's lightsaber uh, with the deluxe edition of the game, Steelbook, all the pre-order stuff with it. For three hundred dollars from limited or friends at Limited Run Games, uh, but it's really cool because you just get, you get this. Like you don't have to go to the parks because that's the only place you can get it, but you can actually pre-order it. That's true. Because how much does that cost at the park? Uh, two hundred, about two hundred probably, which is probably what it would be in this collector's edition, really. So two hundred plus the one eighty cost to get in there plus. Whatever your airfare is, you're down saving there. money there, baby. You're <laughs> saving money. <laughs> uh, but really dope. Uh, so if you remember the first trailer of this uh, game, which was really more cinematics, it kind of was what the hell's going on? Here's this Utapawan guy with Cal's lightsaber, which is why we thought he had the blaster. Then here's the guy in the tube, which there was a guy in the tube who was just chilling in the tube at the Game Awards, which was funny when the intro of the trailer. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> my theory is is that uh, Cal had his double bladed lightsaber broken half again. The Utapawan guy has half of it. He has this lightsaber and he has another one and he dual wields them. Yeah, I saw that theory. And I also saw another theory that they actually may have changed the combat gameplay in this game. Mm-hmm. It looks like it may be more of like a um, Ghost of Tsushima style, even a little bit more like kind of like The Witcher. Where depending on what your stance is, it's depending on how you fight with your sabers. Oh, yeah. So whether you're doing solo, you're doing dual wield or whatever. Yeah, so like if you switch your stance and pull out your dual wield, you have a, a different set of commands to do, well, maybe the same set of commands to do combos, mm-hmm. but it's, it does it differently compared to, because remember in the first game it was it was single wield, dual wield or or um, double bladed. You had no, to it, was, it was single wield or double bladed, that's all it was. Yeah, that's what it was, you're right. So yeah, yeah, kind of had to choose which one. This it was, like, it was double bladed the entire time. Let's face it. Once you got that unlocked, you were like, I don't go in single bladed again. But this is like more, more like lines. All of it's open to you. It just depends on how you want to fight. So mm-hmm. that's very, that's that's very interesting. But the one thing I hope they do in this game that um, really, really checked my butt in the first one, the level design was not good. Like they got to figure that out. No, I don't think it was the level design. I think because it is, you know, the first Jedi Fallen Order, and I'm assuming this one too. Metrovania, where it is very Metroid game where you pretty much could do the whole thing, get everything in the map, but you need the skills to really go get it. So you go back on the map, get further in the level. The, the bad thing about Jedi Fallen Order was the map itself was confusing. Yeah, that's itself. what I mean. Uh, because I mean. if you hit, I think it was select or whatever that pulled up the map to tell you where you were, you're like, oh, everything's where a blue hologram. Where am I? Am I on this part of the level? I remember one of the achievements was go 100% map completion, which was hard as hell because you couldn't tell it was like everyone was stuck at 98%. It's like, what's the 2% I'm stuck at? And it was always just like one tiny room you've missed or whatever. The other thing that got my nerves too was like when you actually would, you know, finish whatever story you're doing or whatever level you want, whatever plans you're on. You have to go all the way back to your ship manually. I'm like, give me a fast travel, please. Just give me a fast travel back. Yeah, to the which ship. I like, think this seems like it's gonna be more like that. Which I said we kind of said earlier with uh, Hades two and everything and Death Stranding two is that gonna go the Ragnarok route of let's maximize the stuff we did from the first one and then give you even more of interacting with animals, going up, doing these dope ass force moves, giving you even more powerful moves like that. And I really like what you said, like unlocking how your play style is. 
Because I think like this cross guard that's showing up right now, like that is a certain play style of like it's more knight based and defense based a little bit too. Because yeah, I played it, I played it very defense based. I wasn't very attacky. I was more just like parry, parry, block, block. Mm-hmm. Here's my moment, strike, strike. Very Sarisu, very Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. I will tire my enemy out, and then I would make my, make my strike. Uh, good, 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 uh, good words there. Um, but Kevin, <laughs> kind of other big things in the trailer. Uh, we find out the guy in the tube. I'm assuming. And one of the kind of the internet's assuming too, a High Republic Jedi gone rogue. Ooh, High Republic is a very, um, a very interesting word. And very especially right now, because we have the acolyte, we had the leaks on that last week. To have this on top of it, where it's kind of late in the trailer, he's wearing robes, and it is High Republic era is more like brown and gold on the Jedi. Yeah, and uh, usually in like normal uh, prequels, it's like just brown. Uh, so it really is a, a Jedi from the past brought to the future which i think is really dope yeah or how long he was in stasis like seeing seeing how that unfolds actually is very interesting Mm -hmm. um do you think it'll be the main like adversary in this game or just maybe just something you meet or kind of shows up every now and then i don't know it's interesting because like you know we're doing this is we've it's kind of a good round circle of everything star wars being one canon everything happening in this video game matters to the whole star wars storyline so this jedi who's like in this tube we're assuming he doesn't make it, you know, we're figuring that out still, you know, there's always the rumor Cal Kestis would pop up in something like an Obi-Wan Kenobi show or he'd pop up a Mando and everything like that. Mando season three is what Kevin said. Correct there. <laughs> uh, but I think having him pop up in this game, you could have the character, the voice actor, whoever pop up easily in a cameo in the Acolyte show and yeah. then connect it if you wanted to as well. That and also the scene with um, I can't remember his master's name. Uh, Siri, yeah, mm-hmm. they're in like some kind of room with jet with holocrons behind them. Mm-hmm. So how do they? How does she find all those holocrons? Because it's not cor- she's not on Coruscant. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because on Coruscant, like um, Palpatine made the Jedi Temple like 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 his his best guess bragging room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, look what I did. They're all dead now. Yeah, this is all mine. <laughs> but and I think the cool thing with this is that like this game is with the second one is like all right, let's now be the torchbearer, the lightsaber bearer of like bringing more extant expanded universe content into the star Wars canon. Like we saw a dark trooper saw more battle droids, uh, these kind of bounty hunter characters look ins. I don't know what their species is, but we're getting another version of a Wampa. Like it's cool to like, let's get these intricate details and plan this out. And that way, you know, this, we kind of said the canon of order of movies, TV shows, the video games, the books, the comics of like, yeah, people will watch this and understand this. Yeah. Right now I'm trying to figure out where, Jedi Fallen Order is in the timeline of Star Wars. Everything it's uh, before Kenobi. Um, I think it's like five years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay, yeah, I think I've so remember, I wonder, yeah. I'm wondering where this one will lie. Lie to will it still be this before? one's supposed to be five years after the first game, so like right in the Kenobi timeline. So this could be, this could be happening. This this could be happening side by side with Andor then. Yes, I assume you know, kind of thing we praised Andor for was not having Jedi in it, but. I think some characters could pop up because, I mean, the first one ha- gave us Saw Gerrera, gave us yeah, Tarful. Luthen shows up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Luthen shows up Yeah, because, like, we had Tarful. We had <laughs> Vader himself. Uh, none of the Inquisitors, but we had some Inquisitors. Um, I think same thing applies to this game, but kind of got to pick and choose a little bit. Like, interesting thing is a lot of people noticed that we didn't get Grease, Greasy Money Baby. 
Um, we also didn't get, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, who was the other character from the Sith planet, Dathomir? Oh, what, was her, what was her name? Oh, shoot. Um, why is Dark Outside? Um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, my her gosh. Name, uh, You're the name guy on this podcast when it comes to Star Wars. Order. I don't remember. I haven't played it. What is the character's name? Damn it. Character. I don't remember her name at all. Terrence Vaj, Mari, Jaro, Mother Towson. They're not helping me at all. Jedi Fallen Order characters. Twitch, please help us. Do you know the character's name? She was, she was a night sister on Death of Mir, right? Yeah, she was. Oh, where are you? Why isn't she popping up? Here we go. Oh, come on. Heroes. Powerful. Marin. That's what it was. It was Marin. Mar- oh, yeah, Marin. Um, she's she not in this trailer as well. So it looks like the team's kind of disbanded a little bit. Maybe we play a prologue mission where someone dies. And then they kind of go their separate ways and have to reunite to take on bad boy High Republic Jedi right there. I also hope, too, this game kind of starts off with um, more powers than you have. Also, cool story, bro. I know what Ligma means, so get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, hope, I hope this game starts off with more with more um, uh, powers than you had. Because, of course, in the first in the first game, he was... And it was it was in a slave camp basically, mm-hmm. but this one like he's more he's he's a Jedi in this one he's a full fledged Jedi just out here you know pulling out lightsabers out of his butt and dual wielding all that kind of stuff and using uh, <laughs> stormtroopers as human shields making them fire. So I, I hope he has there's a little more. You feel more like more powerful in the beginning of this game. He did in the first one. Yeah, I, so I think like kind of based on the first trailer too, we might lose the lightsabers, and so you're st- you got that gunplay, which is why you know we already know confirmation of the pre order skin that there's gunplay in this game um they use that but you have your force powers and then you get your lightsaber back and can unlock the abilities which the stances we kind of talked about with the cross guard of kylo ren's lightsaber having it double bladed um or doing dual wield yeah that's true too that's true too yeah Mm -hmm. um but also another question who's the guy that he's helping kick the dude in the face his friend that teaches him how to use a gun i'm assuming the little rogue scamp you know we need another rogue scamp in here han solo yeah, Star Wars always needs a rogue. You're right. That's, that's, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, anything else, Kevin, about this trailer? Um, the grappling hook is interesting. Yes, that'll be fun. I th- I think that'll probably be another unlock We've, with the gun, most likely, you get. Oh, and also, please, for the love of God, EA, no more ice slides to jump to a rope. Because, good oh, Lord, I've died too many Recently, times trying to make that jump. A lot jump. of time on that, that jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, though, for it. Um, hopefully, we, we, uh, we can get this... Um, through means and play a little early. I, I'm, I will try my best, Kevin. I will try my best. <laughs> oh, Kevin, you there? Kevin, did you die? Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. my mic went off. Woo, thought you oh, died. Oh, <laughs> quick question, too. If, um, because, um, Andy, Andy said Ahsoka. Do you think Cal Ketis does show up in some kind of Star Wars live action at some point in the near in, future? That's the interesting thing. I saw this on Twitter is that like we're building up a very dope-ass era of the new wave of Jedi if we were to eventually get to that at some point because, you know, with Cal Kestis, you know, we know the actor is him in live action. We have Ezra, who we now know is casted. We have Ahsoka. We have Grogu. Uh, and then technically we have Finn and Rey if we wanted to do that. So post nuquels we could have a dope-ass Jedi Order again or whatever, Grey Jedi is whatever we want to say. And um, to add flame to that fire, a certain Jedi, uh, the last name Skywalker, has come back on to social media over the past few weeks. Um, Ray Skywalker. Oh, okay. guy, um, <laughs> what's her name? Daisy she, Ridley. Uh, she's back on social media. She came back on Instagram, I believe. So maybe 
Maybe. Maybe she's doing voice acting stuff. Who knows? She might show up in some animated, but maybe we see her uh, a character or a story finally post um, Rise of Skywalker and to kind of continue what happens next in the Star Wars world. Just for the galaxy. I'm sorry. We'll find out. Just get ready to buy a lot of lightsabers in the near future with this and then the, the acolyte coming out and all the High Republic Jedis. <laughs> I still need to buy one. So, <laughs> Well, get the collector's edition. You... And Mr. Q3 can both get it together and you can connect your lightsabers most likely to do a little double bladed like me and brother John do. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you got to buy two collector's editions. What are you going to do? I lost $200 a month. Yeah, I know. That's nothing. That's a whole PS5. Uh, but Kevin, I think that does it for us on this week's episode. This is our longest episode. Once again, who would have thought that it would have been? <laughs> Yeah, this, we had a lot to talk about, though. There's a lot of That's things okay. going on, going on in the world. Excited for a lot of things, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but just friendly reminders, you have until Thursday's episode to vote who moves on from the Elf 8 into our Fa-La-La-La 4, uh, and then we'll move on, and next week, as of this podcast recording, we'll figure out who's moving on championship bracket in our greatest holiday movie ever tournament. But you can see everything we talked about, all the winners from the Game Awards, all the other trailers we didn't get to show or watch, at hot995.com slash crisis crew or Kev, where can they see it on social medias? Underscore pods on Instagram and Twitter, or you can always watch us live or watch us after the fact at twitch.tv slash if underscore pods and youtube.com slash infinite underscore pods. And Kevin and I are both being summoned by our significant others because yes. I also just called. <laughs> so that's going to do us for us on this week's episode. But as always, my name is Hoodie. And I'm Kevin. And you've officially listened to this Monday episode of What Kev? Crisis. On Infinite Podcast. At least I'm coming. At least I'm coming. I swear. (laughs) Here we go. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.